everybody. Welcome back to Batman News Weekly, episode 72 in year two. We are finally winding down 2020. Now, I think on the last podcast, we said that this was going to be our top 10 episode. Uh, it's actually gotten shifted to next week, which is still in 2020. But uh, there was a lot of interesting news that has come out this week that I just felt like it would be better if we pushed it to next week. Uh, also because we're not getting Batman 106 or any big Batman books next week. So I just felt like that would be the better time to do the top 10 list. So today we are going to cover Detective right at the start. And then we're going to talk about all this interesting, more so entertainment news that's going to be coming out. Um, but uh, yeah, Clay, how is Christmas is around the corner? How's your week going? Going pretty good. And if you can tell, listeners, um, I am in a new apartment, so it might be a little echoey as of right now. But I did ask my wife for a New Year's gift or even a birthday gift because, I mean, we both we both have January birthdays um, mm. to have some uh, some soundproof panels in here to help me out. Um, nice. I got a pretty big room for our guest bedroom that we're going to be making into my office. And yeah, it's pretty big. I thought I could move everything into my closet that's in here to do like mm. a little recording studio. There's yeah. no outlets in there. So I, I, I can't do it, which would have been You couldn't awesome. like wire it onto the ground or anything? Like I could, but like just because of like the way the door is, I don't want to like be squeezing cords yeah. through and everything. Sure. So was, it, it's a bummer. It really is because I was super excited to try it out. Yeah. Um, but I am going to be filling this entire room with soundproof panels and styrofoam and whatever I can to nice. keep it from echoing. But yeah, it's 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 you know fun. I have the next five days off, so that's something to look forward to. I'm gonna nice. be watching Wonder Woman to prep tomorrow, and then on Christmas, of course, 1984, which is great. Yeah. And also, just a small tease because Ju I thought Juice was completely lying. <laughs> um, we are in possession of Future State books. Of course, yeah. we cannot say anything until uh, January 5th or 12th, I'm probably now going to read them immediately after we uh, stop recording. But uh, I didn't even get the chance to like open any. Uh, you looked into the Harley Quinn book. You said that yeah. you enjoried the art. So like, I opened, you, you looked at it. Yeah, I opened up Dark Detective um, by accident. Because like, what people don't know is when you get these review files, you usually get preview files, which anybody can see these on the internet. Or if you go to like a comic shop, that's how they show you the books you can buy in the future. So I thought it was that. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. There's like 20 plus pages here. And that's what I freaked out about. Yes, I saw the Harley Quinn book that's coming out. Anybody that knows, I always think Harley Quinn's books are kind of garbage. Like they never really tell a really good story. They're just like, she, you know, she's the, I hate to use this term, but she's the Deadpool of DC. Yes, and, they've, they've completely turned her into that character. Yeah. Um, and we've never really just get Harley Quinn stories. Uh, I opened this book. The art is different, and it looks amazing to me. So I'm excited to read Harley Quinn. So, you know, that's not something I thought I would ever say. So that is awesome. besides anything that, um, you know, is it Cammy, right? Cammy Garcia? Yes. Uh, uh, writes. So uh, I'm excited. Future State looks interesting. The art looks interesting. And now we will have Christmas break to read all this. And... Of course, you know, we can't tell you guys anything, but when we do, uh, hopefully we'll be able to really let it sit and, you know, be like, I like that one. I like that one. So that's exciting. My Christmas weekend got a little bit better. So that's <laughs> DC gave us a gift. Um, but uh, speaking of comics, like I said, we're going to go ahead and knock out our comic books reviews first. We don't have that many. It's really only detective. I will chime in about Harley Quinn. And then, uh, yeah, that's basically going to be it. And then we're going to talk about all this comic, all this other news that we got. Um, so Harley Quinn, this was book three from uh, the wife of uh, Sean Murphy. And I didn't read this book. I don't care. Uh, but I do kind of want to say I looked through it. And, you know, if it wasn't for the cheesiness that we've gotten in the last two books and this like weird, like, you know, the Harley and Neo Joker didn't even fight each other. And they, you know, they had tea together. Like if it wasn't those kind of things, I'd be interested in this book. Because I think this, like, actor-killer person is actually a really cool villain. But I just don't like that it's Harley Quinn doing all of this stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care about Harley being a detective or anything like that. I'm okay with what Tynan is trying to do with her. 
in 106, but I don't like, like, I don't care. Yeah. Huh? 105. 105. Yeah. I mean, or his run in general, because she's yeah. been through all of them. But I don't mind him trying to make her part of the family because she's helped Batman enough over the last few years that, like, you know what? And she's, she's also like one of Catwoman's best friends. So it's like you kind of just take in your wife's best friends at times. So it's like Batman's like, look, I don't like you, but my wife does. So we're fine. We're okay. Um, so like, I just kind of think that that's totally fine. But it's like I said, just before we started the pod or just as we were talking on this podcast about future state, um, I've never really cared for Harley Quinn books. So it's very hard for you to sell me on a Harley Quinn driven book unless it's a really solid story a la Harley and Joker, you know, criminal sanity, Yes, you know, or Joker Harley criminal sanity. So, um, yeah, I don't, I just don't really care about this. And like Murphy's kind of just killed that Murphy verse for me with the last series. So I don't know if you even looked at this book or read it or anything. No, I, I, I didn't. Uh, well, you know what I did, I, I opened it up a little bit just to see what it was. Mm-hmm. And you know, you're right. You know, the fact that I'm seeing Harley Quinn, like with her little, like, she is looking like a detective. She is going through this place, looking at evidence, looking at this, you know, everything in, in retrospect and everything. And I'm just like, it doesn't like the way Cammy set it up for her to be who she is in Joker, Harley criminal sanity. Yeah. Compared to where Murphy made Harley in his white knight, they don't match. Yeah. And, and because of that, I don't know if they're like, ooh, people really like this Harley in Criminal Sanity, so we'll try it here. Yeah. I mean, because, I mean, that's kind of the rap of, of Murphyverse. They, like, hey, what's popular right now? Oh, Batman yeah. the Animated Series. Okay, let's make everything Batman the Animated Series. Now, okay, what was popular in the last year or so? Oh, well, the beginning of Cammy's series was really, really you know, it really hit off. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, let's make Harley a detective and it doesn't work. Not in that universe. Yeah. Well, it's also because like Murphy has already established Harley in his universe. Whereas Cammy was like, this is a brand new world. Like you've never yeah, seen this exactly. world before. Yeah. Harley was dating po- or a poison Ivy type character who was just a redhead. Maybe, maybe she liked plants. Mm-hmm. And she was murdered by the Joker. So she had a reason to hate murderers or to get into that line of work. Whereas this Harley knows the Joker and mm-hmm. like, okay, cool. But that doesn't mean she's a fucking detective. It was a la uh, fucking Bendis making Lois Lane one of the world's greatest detectives. Like it doesn't fucking work. Like, yeah, you can work with criminals and it can give you an insight to maybe the way their mind works. And you can be a reporter but reporters and detectives are very different. Like, you know what I mean? Like, granted, you can have some really, really good reporters, but they're not necessarily doing everything a detective does and handling the situation a detective does and stuff. So I don't know. It's, uh, yeah, it just seems very off for me because we've gotten this. I mean, I'm just very surprised Batman and Harley haven't fucked in this book. Like, I'm just <laughs> like, I'm, that's where you were going at the end of the other book. For real? And at, and at the start of this book, it seemed like that too. Like I'm surprised one of those babies isn't Bruce, and it was somehow Joker and Bruce's baby at the same time. Like each of the twins, like some crazy oh, shit God. like that. Two and uh, yeah. So I don't know. It's just like I don't care for this book, and it's unfortunate because the first Murphy series, um, you know, White Knight, I enjoyed all the way till the ending. And then yeah. he never talked about the ending in the second one. I was like, you just fucking, you, you don't even care. Like you care about the payday. Well, and no, that's it, what it comes it's, off it's, of. It's just like how, I mean, it's something that we see regularly in main continuity books. People will drop a bomb just to see what the audience thinks about it. And if it's a negative response, you forget about it. You act yeah. like it never happened. And you can't just do that with books, you know? Um, especially with a big character such as Batman, because you know people are going to buy it. And when you drop a bomb, like, hey, I enjoy the killing, like, or I enjoy, you know, the the violence and, and just the complete destruction of, you know, criminals and stuff. Yeah. We want to hear how that, like, why is that? And like, w- build on that. 
if you're going to make it into a story and he didn't, he just completely dropped it off. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't really know. Um, yeah. I just, I, I would, I want to give these books a chance, but it's just like, they've lost me so much. It's hard for me to like, even get back into the story. You know what I mean? I, I always give Tynan a chance because I know he's written very well before. Mm-hmm. Murphy lost me a long time ago because Murphy used to be very active on Twitter. I don't know if he is anymore, if he deleted his account, but Murphy has said that he doesn't read a lot of comic books and it shows. And he was an artist first before he was a writer. Yeah. And we've had this, this discussion on the podcast before is a lot of amazing artists will want to work for themselves and they'll do one book that gets them a lot of success. And they think they're like, you know, solid writers that can do whatever they want. And people are going to think these stories are great. That's not the case. Like Joelle Jones, I think is one of the top artists in the industry. And I didn't like her Catwoman. I'm liking Ram V's Catwoman. I'm enjoying that. And if, if Joelle Jones was drawing it, it would be a fucking knock out of the park. Yeah. Um, but I just wasn't, I felt like hers was very convoluted and all over the place. Kind of like Murphy's is. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know. I mean, I appreciate anybody that's down enough to draw and write a book. Like that takes a lot of balls, but sometimes like it shows why we divide these kind of things because writers know how to write well, artists know how to draw well. And art like artists in itself is such a big thing, like to drive a story. And when you're like, oh, I got to draw this and then write it as well, it can be very different. You know what I mean? Um, so, you know, it is what it is, but, um, uh, that's it for that book. If you guys are enjoying that story, I, I'm glad you guys are enjoying it. I'm glad somebody is. Um, it's just, you know, we, we've been lost on this series for a while, and it sucks because they're going to keep building that universe, and it's just like, eh, I don't care. Um, but going into this next story, which is Detective 1033, I really enjoyed this series, this, this issue. I don't know how you felt about it. I was... I enjoyed it. There was one page that really turned me off from it, though. I love Brad Walker's art, and Mm -hmm. he did a very... Now, this could have been scripted, so it could have been Tomasi's fault, but it was a very poor choice to keep the memories going on in the background on some panels Mm -hmm. because there is a a page where the memory of Bruce and thomas doing something while batman is punching hush makes batman look like he has a mustache oh really yeah Uh... so it's it's when he says uh you know what's been taken from me and you dare threaten my family my family zoom in right under the cow's nose my family it's an orange. Oh, animal. it looks like a white ass mustache. Yeah, it looks like a white mustache. Yeah. It literally looks like your mustache. <laughs> I'm Batman. Uh, <laughs> um, I didn't notice that, but now that you pointed out, fuck, I can't unsee it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's the first thing I saw when I when I when I scrolled to that page. Like, yeah. it's the first thing that I see because yeah. I'm like, how like old is Batman images. there? They're like yeah. transparent images over it. But I will say that does really work really well a few pages later when he's still punching Hush and we're seeing the Wayne family with the Elliot family. They're playing baseball, they're playing chess, and they're like hugging each other. I think it works really well there. Yes. Yeah, you know, so uh, yeah, unfortunately that was just a one-page mistake. But this issue overall, um, for those of you that don't remember – uh hush took all of the bat family he was going to cut out all their organs and then transplant their organs and other people which is dastardly when we fucking were reading about it and batman and not robin were uh jumping in to save them and this was basically a father-son story which i thought was really good but it's still like and they even talk about it. Tomasi writes how, like, even no matter if me and Damien have fought a million times, when it comes to saving somebody or working together, we're there. Well, and- no, like, the, the most important thing that just shows so much character development with Damien, even though he is not currently Robin, is the fact that, like, you know that he loves 
like Richard Grayson. He loves him like a brother. And he knows that everybody else has been there for him. So he's going to be there for them. And so he, he doesn't ask questions when, when Batman says, no, don't go after hush, go get everybody else. Mm -hmm. And he does, he immediately goes and saves everybody else. There's no questions asked. Usually from what we saw from a very beginning type Damien back in the new 52 and earlier, he was the type of person that would say, no, F you, Batman, I'm better than you. I can take down this bad guy. Well, yeah. he's not doing that. And that shows huge amounts of progression for a character. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was really good. And we know that Tomasi has written Batman and Robin before, so he knows this relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing, but just to add to their dysfunctionality, which they always do, there is a moment where, you know, uh, Robin... Uh, Hush is kind of getting the better of Batman and Robin throws all of these scalpels in his back, kind of makes a stupid joke about him being a porcupine. And um, Batman's like, Damien gave me the opening I need. And he like punches Hush and then he throws batterings at Damien to, to nail him to the wall. And he's like, I know you understand this, but this is personal. And he goes and he knocks Hush off of a building. That's when he just starts to wail on him. Yeah. Yeah. And he starts beating his ass and like, it's really cool. And what happens is you see Damien after Hush has been captured, he's like, I don't see him escaping anytime soon. And he, he's just kind of there like clapping for Batman pretty much. And uh, I thought that was interesting. But you still see that dysfunctionality of like Batman still having to take charge and be like, stay the fuck out of this. Like, it's like, yeah. dude, just he listened to you literally just moments ago. Just tell him. Yeah. But it's always that butting of heads. Like it's too alpha males and just like a little fucking alpha male just trying to like i'm better we will be talking a little bit more comic news later but Mm -hmm. uh i don't know if you remember me texting you this but uh it looks like josh joshua williamson um who was writing the flash uh who is currently writing the batman and superman books Mm -hmm. is going to be writing a damien story um okay i think from what in future state or no so from here. i i believe it'll be frontier okay. and i think it'll be like i don't from what i've heard it's only a like a backup story so it's going to be like a few pages behind a certain issue okay. uh, or a certain title and you'll get it you know it'll progress the story of damien but talia is involved so it oh. looks like it looks like damien's like going back to his roots, which will probably lead him to be Red X from what we see in Future State. Interesting. So um, this book ends with that, you know, the mayor, the the guy that's been running for mayor actually winning. And it's funny because he wins and he's like, what do I do now? Like, he just didn't think he was going to win. And um, so I thought that was very interesting to see where that's going to go in the future. Uh, but then we see Batman going home after he talks to Robin and he's like, Hey Robin, you, you know, this is yours. And he tried to hand him, he tried to hand Damien the art and he's like, no father, as always, that is yours. And so it sucks. Uh, we get this crazy visual of Batman changing out of his bat suit and into regular clothes. And he's packing like the dogs are there. Uh, the cat is there, which I'm glad that was thrown in there for Selena. Mm-hmm. Um, and the see- bat cow. Yeah, I'm surprised they always. I'm surprised <laughs> it has not become a hamburger yet. So you know, I think like, I think it was just something that Tomasi very much needed to do because you know his run kind of literally ended with Damien. Yeah, you know, because this is technically his last issue. This is mm-hmm. his last issue. The next detective story we're going to see is in Future State, and then after that, it's Mariko Tamaki. Yeah. So you know, this is. Now, I wouldn't say the best ending to his run, even if you see this as like a predecessor to uh, his Batman and Robin story in New 52. Uh, He tried his best. And, you know, there were some issues that we absolutely loved throughout the entire run. There were some that didn't quite make so much sense. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's some stuff that I hope that people play off in the future. You know, the the whole uh, Mrs. Freeze thing. Oh no. yeah, I forgot about that. Um, would this chain? Would this enter your top ten? Um, I will tell you now. There is two detective issues that have okay. made my top ten. Interesting. I have an extra week to do mine, <laughs> so um, <laughs> I was like gonna do it today, but then I was like, "There's too much news. We'll just bump it." And 
I actually am going to finally going to have some free time to myself this weekend after stream this is over and Christmas is done. And I'm going to do Saturday, use Saturday to do nothing. And then Sunday, I'll probably start doing my list and stuff. Um, but I really enjoyed this. So after I go through everything, I wouldn't be surprised if this could crack my top 10 because I really enjoyed the story. I did like the ending personally. And um, yeah, it was just it was just interesting for me. Uh, I always like slight little comments to this. I love when the animals are just in it just because it's like, all right, cool. He still has like dogs. Uh, I always, I feel like him having two dogs is like somebody invented a new dog randomly and they completely forgot about Ace and they were like, oh fuck. They're like, Do you know uh, who he has that is? Who? King. He created another dog? Yeah, the German Shepherd. Yeah, that one's Ace though, isn't it? What's no. the black one? The black one is Ace. Really? What's yes. the what's the German Shepherd? I have no idea. Huh? Cause, yeah, because I know King did a an annual was all about a dog, right? Yeah, it was the Christmas annual. Yeah, but yeah, because he's never had he's always had a Great Dane, which is the black dog. Um, yeah, I don't know, but Ace, it's always been Ace the Bat Hound. So yeah. Ace is the black one, mm -hmm. and then. What the fuck? Is, I gotta read that. I wanna. I need to find that fucking dog's name now. Because <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, Batman has two dogs, which is fucking dope. And then of course he has the cat from Selena, um, which is just that's just a random cat. It's not Isis or it's just a random cat. I don't know what cat that is, but we just know Selena always has a cat around. So I love that Batman took that with him as well. And then we'll see where his new digs are gonna be. Um, so that'll be interesting. So we'll jump from that to. Something that was interesting that I kind of want to talk about because it's going to have to deal with Detective in the future is in the future, we've seen, we know that um, Dan Mora is going to be taking over art. He's been dropping a lot of, you know, just random art from Batman in the future. One of oh, the biggest things yeah, okay. was exactly he dropped a Huntress picture. And everybody's yeah. like, oh, hell yeah, hell yeah. A lot of people thought this was Helena Wayne. Because Tom King's doing this right now. He's like, oh, this is Helena Wayne because it's future state, blah, blah. And no, that's not the case. Uh, obviously, if you're reading uh, Tom King's run, Helena Wayne is going to be Batwoman. So yeah. she's not Huntress. Uh, although I'm very curious if Batman is going to have her start out as Huntress and then become Batwoman in that story. I would be very interested to see if he includes both of them. That'll because be she was always Huntress first. Um, like kind of like an upgrade, you know what I mean? It'd be interesting. Because uh, a lot of people always figured like, well, well, Batgirl will eventually become Batwoman, right? Like, you know, but, you know, it is what it is. Anyways, so uh, I got into like, I asked Mora. All I said was, I was like, so Huntress is white? I was like, what happened? And because, people actually attacked you for this. Yeah, so a lot of people just don't know Rebirth happened. Because they were like, she's always been white. What are you talking about? Like, and some people brought it, made it even worse. They're like, so what? Who cares? Like, uh, Batman's always white in this and that. I'm like, oh, well, like, calm down, bro. I don't give a fuck about that argument. I'm just saying, if you're actually a comic book reader and not somebody that just knows Huntress from her first drawing ever or whatever, you know that Huntress has been an African American this last fucking what eight years four years or something like that like four, four years um yeah. since 2016 now i will say i did not know that um it didn't even kind of dawn on me when i was reading nightwing when she appeared in his run yeah um it wasn't until i think it was like the second time she appeared in nightwing and i was like holy crap she's black yeah and like it doesn't bother me at all i just I personally missed the old outfit. And when I saw Mora, I was like, oh, he brought the old outfit, but he yeah. changed the skin color. Like, I'm like, Ugh, I don't know how I feel about this. Just because, again, continuity. Yeah. And I will say this. This has been a huge discussion, a very huge discussion. Uh, even so much so, uh, I was listening to uh, Philip Kennedy uh Johnson talk about yeah. his Superman run after uh in uh after Future State. Mm -hmm. Again, we will talk more about this Infinite Frontier, but the new status quo after a Future State is anything goes. 
yeah write what you want is basically what the dc uh higher ups editorial is telling writers mm-hmm. is that you literally can write whatever you want because continuity does not matter yeah and maybe this is a part of that story about the whole continuity doesn't matter but for me a black woman like Mariko Tamaki mm-hmm. I would think she would want to include a person of color in her story. Yeah, so I'm trying to find it right now because I could have sworn that her name was different, but I keep just seeing Helena Bertinelli, Helena Bertinelli, Helena Bertinelli. I would have to go read Grayson again, but I could have sworn her name was Helena, but not Bertinelli, but something different. It wasn't Bertinelli. Not, right? Not it was something term. different. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of people are like, no, it's always been Helena. They just changed her skin color because of her family. And like sometimes Italians are this and that and blah, blah, blah. I was like, what? And then like, oh, somebody also brought up like, like oh, well, Talia is this and that. Or like, oh, yeah. One of the arguments randomly was like, well, Talia, they make Talia brown. So why can't they just make this character white? I'm like, fucking Talia should be brown, you dumbass. Like she's from the fucking Middle East. Um, and like, so should Raish. They should both be more brown. But anyways, um, so yeah, like freaking, uh, that was just a random thing. So I don't know how I feel about that because again, it's kind of like what we were just talking about with the whole Harley thing. Like you can't just go, or the whole like Sean Murphy thing where you can't just not explain something. You know what I mean? Like, are we going to get this story of like why continuity doesn't matter anymore like is that's what's happening in metal right now is that what's well, happening in this weird the, ass the whole premise is that uh, uh from whatever we find out in death metal 7 is basically that all of the continuities smash together mm-hmm Everything is continuity, but none of it matters because everything happened. That's so stupid. Yeah. I've I've said this on Twitter. I I believe this will fail. Because I think DC doesn't understand. Like, how do you not how do you get into the mindset of thinking continuity that people don't care about continuity? Like, people got so pissed at Game of Thrones. For not following continuity. Like yeah. so pissed. Yeah. People have gotten pissed at other shows, other popular shows for like, oh my God, so and so would never do that because in season three, episode two, at five minutes and forty-three seconds, she said this. Like they're that's how hardcore fans are. And you think comic fans aren't that hardcore? Like, how stupid and idiotic can you be? And especially if this is coming from like if Snyder pitched this, if Snyder was like, nah, nah look. We're going to all just write whatever the hell we want. We're all going to make buku bucks because everybody's just going to like our stuff all the time. I just don't see how that was smart. Like, how do you, the biggest thing when it comes to being a public speaker, a writer, or anybody is read the room. Like, know your audience so you can make your audience happy. Granted, you don't have to do every single thing that your audience wants because then it's just pandering at that point. But you know, you're supposed to be able to tell a good story, but at the same time, like, know your audience. And uh, to just throw out every continuity, like, yeah, I just, I don't know. Because we're going to have, like, three or four Batman. Like, I don't I don't want that. I want one Batman. I want one Wonder Woman. I want one Superman. Like, that is all I want. I don't want a shitload of the same character because I get enough Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Like I could get tired of Bruce Wayne, but it doesn't mean just because you're going to bring in Tim Fox and this other future Batman, like fucking Batman Beyond and all this stuff that I'm going to keep reading all these different Batman. I want one. By good the way, Batman. it is Bertinelli. It is Bertinelli. Yes. Huh. That's so weird. So they just, they changed her skin color. Huh? Because Helena Bertinelli did have a mini series in new 52. Yeah. She had a six issue mini series with amazing art, by the way. Um, but yeah. So, so the, the black one is Bertinelli. 
Mm-hmm. Interesting. Huh. And that was stupid to originally just change her with the same name. Because that's the same thing. You can't just change... You can't just make Bruce Wayne fucking black. Like, granted, we don't like the way they're doing the whole Tim Fox story, but at least it's a fucking different character. Yes. So, damn. Damn, yeah. That's stupid to do that to Bertinelli. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. So, yeah, I guess she's just getting swapped back. I guess Maybe. that's what we'll find out. Um, either way, uh, we kind of just talked about New Frontier just in that conversation. But uh, it does look like going forward after fr- Future State, yeah, nobody's going to give a fuck. Like, we're going to have a bunch of Batman and stuff. and Yeah. It's gonna be- uh, I don't know if we will have multiple characters. It's going to be really weird. Um, like, uh, Wonder Woman's going to be off somewhere. Hippolyta is going to be a part of the Justice League that is going to be run by Green Arrow and Black Canary. Um, Naomi and Black Adam are a part of the Justice League. Uh, if you can't tell who's writing that. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's Miles it's, Morales coming to showing up. Spider-Man. Basically, mm-hmm. um, it's it's so weird, dude. Um, and I will say this: my hype for like Future State. I'm still excited about Future State. I'm still yeah. excited to read those stories. There's going to be stories that come out of Future State that are coming into this. You know, the, I I keep wanting to say New Frontier, but yeah. Infinite Frontier. Oh, is that what it's called? Yeah, it's called Infinite Frontier. That's what it's called. I've been saying the wrong thing. Yeah. So Uh, after Future State, Infinite Frontier comes along. Uh, Swamp Thing, Suicide Squad, and uh, uh, I forgot her name, but the new Wonder Woman, the Brazilian Wonder Woman. Oh, um, shit. Yeah, I forgot too. Uh, Those three books. Far, something far. Um, Right? I forget her name. Anyways, but keep going. Those three are going to be coming directly from their future state uh, personas. So mm-hmm. I don't know if it'll be in current timeline or if it'll be in future. You know, since continuities are smashing together, I don't know if everybody's just thrusted into the current timeline. Who who knows what happens? We will find out later. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's probably all I'm going to be looking forward to because I listened to a podcast with the Superman writer. Um, he agrees with everything Bendis has done, so that's his first, second, and third strike. Um, yeah, uh, I was excited to see stuff post Future State, and this is not getting me excited. Yeah, no, um, I thought Future State was just going to be a fun little event, and then we were going to go back to continuity. But um, yeah, I don't care. I mean, I already know that uh, Tynan's not going anywhere for a while, so Batman isn't exciting to me. I only got Batcats to look excited too. Oh, I'm excited for Detective. I'm excited yeah. for Detective. Um, and then we had that Urban Legends or all that stuff is kind of interesting. Although I kind of took a peek at Red Hood this week, and there's just like a new... I don't want to call out DC for this, but it looks like he has like a new sidekick or a girlfriend a new crew. or something. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just like a black version of red hood a female and i'm like who the fuck is that and where did she come from and like are they just trying to replace dick grayson's side chick you know like are we doing the walking dead thing where we lose one black character and bring him into another one like you know i'm just very curious about what the fuck they're trying to do there um and it's just like yeah i don't know um but it is what it is. I, I looked through it and I was like, this doesn't look interesting. And then I guess him and Batman are cool now because they're like, at the end of that story, fucking Bruce left him something. And he was like smiling. I'm like, uh, let's not forget that he shot Penguin. Like, are we all cool? Like, I don't, I don't understand that. Um, you know, it is what it is. Uh, for But moving on to the next bit of comic news, we found out that Nightwing is not going to be written by Scott Snyder anymore. It's going to be written no. by Tom Taylor. Yes. What yes, happened? I don't know, but I am okay with this. Now, I will say, and even Tom Taylor uh, made the joke, um, he's killed him twice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's killed him in Deceased, and he's killed him in Injustice. Um, so, I mean, I don't know what that says about him and his relationship. Well, he did say that Nightwing is one of his favorite characters. Mm-hmm. Um but like apparently with some future like uh 
preview pages of like he, he showed like maybe one or two pages and like it looks like nightwing is getting a three-legged dog and oh, i'm like man. oh man he's gonna kill that dog and like the <laughs> issue. that's gonna suck yeah that's what he does man he's gonna kill somebody and barbara's a, gonna die he's it, gonna bring alfred back to die that, again that's the whole thing so we made the comment uh several uh episodes ago that tom king made uh the comment that the best relationship in dc comics is mm-hmm. nightwing and batgirl well, that is what Tom Taylor's run, or at least the first arc, is really going to be around, is the fact okay. that uh, whether they are going to be in a relationship, whether they want to have a future together or whatnot. Um, so I'm I'm interested. I'm excited. Uh, it's uh, Bruno Rondondo on art. So the same team for Suicide Squad he's going to have for, okay. uh, for Nightwing. There is this awesome panel that he showed where it's just a silhouette of Nightwing jumping off a building mm-hmm. and it just looks awesome. Nice. So I'm excited. I love that first issue cover. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if you look at the first issue cover um, on the top, is that the black and blue one? Uh, the, the white and blue. And then it oh. has like Nightwing, like from the nose down or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you can actually see on the upper left hand corner, the new logo for infinite frontier that's going to be on all the books. So a little tease for that also. Uh, But yeah, I'm excited. I'm super excited. I I have detective to look forward to nightwing to look forward to. Um, So that may be our, our Batman books for for March. Probably. Um, Yeah. I mean, excited. I mean, um, who's he going to kill? That's that's all that's on my mind. Like, <laughs> I don't think I've ever read a Tom Taylor story and somebody didn't die. So, I mean, it's know. true, though. I'm very curious. But I'm excited that, you know, Nightwing might be good again. Not not hating on Jurgens, but Jurgens had a lot to, like, he had a lot of shit to sift through. He, you know he, I mean? he had to, he, he was the course corrector. Yeah. And because of everything that was going on with Tinian's run, everything that has been going on with metal and everything else, he wasn't allowed to really, you know, have an open range to play with, especially with the character of Nightwing because Mm -hmm. of the whole Rick Grayson thing. So he, he, you know, he had the cards that he was dealt. He tried his best and hopefully we will see Jurgens. um, from as of right now, it doesn't look like Jurgens is on anything, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of our big time, quote unquote, big time writers, we're not seeing them on anything yeah. as of right now. And I don't know if that means they're working on black label stuff, if they're working on just like events or original graphic novels. Like, I don't, I don't know what's happening there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is something that we've wanted. We wanted to see more of newer writers we wanted to see more of you know uh fresh blood you know so that's something to look forward to and we will just see how it goes the first month of march yeah of, of it, that new uh frontier or that will Apex. definitely yeah that'll definitely be interesting um i mean i hope 2021 gives us good stuff but you know we'll wait and see i got bad cat bad cat will hold me through the year um <laughs> So, I mean, then again, Rorschach's been amazing. Uh, so, you know, we have a Tom King. Oh, Tom King is fine. We're good. We're good. Just I got I needed him to have a SWAT team around him to protect him. Um, but going on from there, uh, well, we still got one more bit of comic news, but it ties into something else. So we'll we'll cover that at the end. Uh, we did get some random Gotham news of the old gotham show talking about the new gotham show now you read the article i didn't i just kind of summarized it so i didn't i i literally saw the the headline gotham creators comment on tv spinoff uh mm-hmm. from the batman and i literally scrolled all the way down to see what their quote was yeah and uh the quote is we were the last big network battle cruiser to leave the harbor but we were very much a network show I think mm-hmm. now that we've realized that streaming is the new God, 
I think Matt's going to have a much easier time selling the kind of show that we wanted to do because he's got a movie with movie stars to back it up. Yeah. Damn, just fucking shit on the TV actors. I mean... (laughs) Granted, granted, David, or David Mazuz, that's not how you fucking spell it, Um, but he he wasn't good. No, and that's the thing. So this show, Gotham, was pitched as a GCPD show. Mm -hmm. It became a show about Batman. Yeah. Yeah. This GCPD show that's spinning out of the Batman will be about the GCPD and yeah. it will not turn into a Batman show. For sure. Cause they got a movie already yes. that they'll do all that shit with. So it should definitely be better. It's HBO. HBO loves their wire type shows. So I wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised if, you know, it's going to be on law like that. And I always said this, if Gotham would have ended after season three and never came back, I would have been like, dude, Gotham could have been so much more. And I would have loved that show. And then I got seasons four and five and I was like, this show is trash. Um, And my YouTube career went down the drain. Uh, (laughs) But, you know, for the most part, uh, I thought that was interesting to see. Uh, I know a lot of people are going to, a lot of people loved Gotham. I knew that from the views I was getting. But I never thought it was a good show, and I'm I'm waiting to get that taste out of my mouth of, with this new Gotham show that'll come. I out. still haven't seen anything other than the first season. Gotham season two and three had some really solid episodes, but then it was you know they turned seasons four and five into what DC does with the Joker, and they're like just throw them out there, just Joker, Joker, Joker. Let's just throw that out there and uh, see what people buy. That's kind of what happened i was like nah screw this um so yeah nothing really there uh we did hear uh now clay hasn't seen this i saw this rumor somewhere i was trying to find a solid source on it so it is just take it with a grain of salt it is a big rumor uh but that peacemaker the john cena show spinning out of the suicide squad movie may have multiple seasons uh so we can kind of uh put the idea that john cena might die in this movie to bed if this is going to be true um, I said he is the next rock. So it would only make sense that HBO would try to maybe possibly lock him down for multiple seasons and also to keep James Gunn around. Unless so. the show was about his origins. That and they would eventually suck. get to the point of where he got captured by the Suicide Squad. It's possible. It's definitely possible. And uh, yeah, I don't know if you can actually get out of the Suicide Squad, although it seems like Harley did. So, you know, um, It'll be interesting to see where they go, but you know what? Freaking James Gunn, John Cena, I'll watch it. Multiple seasons of it, especially if it's only like eight episodes. Like, that's nothing. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, so I think that's, uh, hopefully that's going to be pretty cool. But uh, speaking to one of his uh, Suicide Squad co-stars, Margot Robbie, she said two interesting things recently. Uh, She says, in regards to the whole HBO Max and Suicide Squad being on HBO uh, Max, she said she hopes that everything works itself out because she knows that WB is a great company and she hopes that they do right by the creators that tell these stories. So kind of like, Hey, hopefully all this shit is going to be in theaters and then it's going to come out on streaming because, you know, a lot of people worked really hard on these movies and they should get paid for that kind of stuff is what I feel like she's saying. But she's also trying to be like, I don't want to lose my exclusive contract or whatever at WB where they're giving me a bunch of movies. So I'm just going to be like, I hope it all works out. You know, yeah. they're great. And, and I will say to, you know, a different side of that story. Um, apparently, Sony has been contacted by several actors, actresses and directors. Really? Yeah. So there are people that are very upset about this whole thing with WB. And to be completely honest, unless there is a literal vaccine that eradicates and destroys this virus. Yeah. Going to Sony isn't going to help anything. Yeah. I don't like, let's see a Disney movie get released in theaters and see if it does well. That's what I want to see. Drop a Spider-Man 3. 
drop a Black Widow and see if it does well. Because that'll be the marker. Because we know Disney usually, nine, eight out of ten times, drops a banger. Like, they always just, they always make profit. Like, they, they're they one of the most, before COVID, were one of the most profitable companies in the world with all of their entertainment stuff. So, I think that's the marker. Disney's going to just have to be the one to be like, all right, we got the balls to do it. We got the money to do it. We'll drop, you know, Black Widow and see how it does. And if people go out to theaters to watch Black Widow, not on a streaming service, then other companies can be like, okay, okay, people are down to go to the movies. Granted, that doesn't mean they're going to go to every movie. They're just like, all right, I want to see fucking Black Widow. Like, this is part of the MCU. I have to watch it. It's only in theaters. I'm going to go watch it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, it's still, it's going to be a gamble. And like, it sucks because like, look, WB is a corporation. AT&T owns them. They want money. They, they have a new streaming service. They're like, you know what? We got all these fucking movies. Let's drop them. And it's like, so we understand that they want to make money and they're probably screwing a lot of people over at the same time. But for a company in a pandemic situation to be like, look, we have all these movies that were supposed to come out. Wonder Woman is a year old already from, since we made it. Like, we're just going to drop them all on our streaming service. People aren't going to be going to the theater. Like, we're not going to be the problem people are getting COVID at theaters. It's basically what they're saying. And you know what? I think that's admirable just because a lot of people aren't staying home and they're like, oh, I'm going to go out. I'm going to do this. When we don't, we, we're just now getting this vaccine after, what, 300,000 people dying in America? Exactly. So, like... You know, I mean, you and I, we risked it to go see Tenet, but we got lucky. There was only two other people in theaters. Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, I feel like, is going to bring people out. Yeah. Like, you know, and especially now that people are like, oh, I got my vaccine at work or whatever, because some people work in the medical fields, they're getting them already. Um, and it's just like, oh, I got it. I'm bulletproof now. And it's like, that's not how it works. But, uh, you know, okay. And then there are going to just be other people who'll be like, I already had COVID, so fuck it. It wasn't that bad. And so I'm just like, nah, I was like, I'm not risking it for this. You know what I mean? So I'm still under the idea of, I kind of want to just buy a ticket to help the movie out, but watch it at home. Mm-hmm. So I might do that, but I'm waiting to see if they're going to be cheaper. Cause I'm hearing theaters want to screw over WB and be like, these tickets are five bucks. So like, and then keep like 80% of the profit. So, well, the, I think AMC was the one that made that like known, not yeah. just like overall. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a weird take. Like yeah. you have to explain that to to your audience, like yeah. who is trying to buy a ticket. Um, why is this one fifteen dollars, but I can go see the same movie for five dollars? Yeah. Like. Yeah. You, I understand that the theater is- makes their money in concessions. Yeah. But they still make a percentage off that ticket. Yeah. And why would you why would you want to fuck yourself in the long run? Like, oh yeah, you remember uh remember that time you started charging all of our stuff? Like, we're gonna sell you this movie, you can use it, but we're taking 80% of the profits like you did at $15 a ticket or whatever. And they're like, what the fuck? Like, you know, like you better yeah. sell them a bunch more popcorn. Um, yeah, I just don't know. Like, I understand everybody's hurting right now, especially in those kind of corporations and stuff, but I don't think it's necessarily a time to be petty, like I mean, but then again, I'm pretty sure I'd be petty too if I'm about to lose my business, you know? So, uh, and one of my biggest people are, are not supporting me anymore. So, uh, it's interesting, but, you know, everybody's making decisions they don't want to make this year. If if mm-hmm. everything, if COVID never happened, we wouldn't be having this conversation at all. So, you know, it is what it is. Uh, but going on to the last thing we're going to talk about is there's a lot of Snyder stuff coming well, out all the time. We didn't talk about Robbie's other news. Oh, yeah, no shit um robbie also said that uh there is no birds of pace birds of prey sequel in the works right now so she says i don't know we haven't really talked about it um and that's that's basically what she said so there were rumors out there that they were going to work on another harley quinn movie i'm pretty sure after suicide squad comes out everybody's like oh my god this harley is amazing blah 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 they'll make another harley movie and um, by james gunn yeah, I would not be surprised. Um, or Harley Quinn series on HBO Max. Boom. Yeah. Like she has a show now and just fucking see, I could I could see her convincing people to do an HBO Max Harley show. Yeah. Um 
And then we see Robbie make her director debut for doing one episode. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, too, like, especially it being Harley, too, I feel like you could do a really good story that's connected through eight episodes, but they can also be their own single stories in each episode. You know, because Harley has that capability of having crazy shit happen. Like, who the fuck are you? Like, somebody just shows up at the end and she's got to fucking deal with this person the next episode or whatever. Uh, I think you could have some really cool shit happening there. That's could be when you introduce the Ivy love triangle. That way you have it to build over eight episodes or something like that. Yeah. Um, but as we're talking about this, I'm like, duh, we still have the, the Harley show. And if that's the case though, I think like Cali Coco should be like a guest star on yeah. the Harley, you know, make it a little weird and make it, yeah. you know, just because that shit can happen and then have mm-hmm. Robbie, cameo on the anime show yeah that'd be a cool little crossover that'd be dope um so yeah i'd be down i'm interested to see what happens but uh yeah so no no birds prey in this in the future but i'm pretty sure just like after justice league comes out that might build the hype for superman i'm pretty sure when suicide squad comes out everybody's like we want more harley we want more harley and margot robbie says she's willing to play harley until she's old so we'll see what happens oh Interesting thing that I saw, not Batman related, but since we're talking about movies, uh, Gal Gadot said that she, there's no word on Wonder Woman 3. Patty Jenkins says she hopes she can come back for Wonder Woman 3. Mm-hmm. But Gal Gadot said it would be a nice send off for Wonder Woman in the DCEU. So is she done with Wonder Woman after Wonder Woman 3? I think so. Damn, that would suck. I, I, I think that she wants to do other stuff. Yeah, And it wouldn't surprise me because we haven't really seen, well, we have seen her do like really small roles in like the, um, those like action comedies recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but like the Cleopatra thing, mm-hmm. I feel like that is a big role. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's I don't a think that's going to do great though. I I would have to wait. I like I, I personally don't have any stake in it. So I'm gonna have to wait to to watch it. But I think that what was the last seen? good Greek movie or Egyptian movie that you can think of? Egyptian movie? Something like that. Like you know what I mean? The last movie that was a la like that that I even cared about was Troy. I was a liter- well, I'd say three hundred, but before that was Oh Troy. yeah. But I also feel like 300 was like so visually different. I don't think Cleopatra is going to be that. You know what I mean? Like 300 brought a new style of movie and you're like, what the fuck is this? Like, this is nuts. Cleopatra directed by Zack Snyder. Oh, God. She's <laughs> fucking killing people. Ah, I'm the queen, bitch. Ah, I'm fucking dead. Um, but speaking of Zack Snyder, uh, so the thing you didn't hear about. Uh, no, I did hear to- about this. So you heard about the air thing. The the David Ayer thing, the Snyder Cut David Ayer thing, like you no, didn't no, hear no. about that, that. That thing I didn't hear. No, no, no. Okay, go, so go we'll start with that. But uh, I saw this on uh, CBR, I believe it was, and it was on a podcast with somebody else. I guess it, it just showed four dudes and him talking to four dudes. I don't know who these four dudes were, but they were asking stuff about um, the Snyder Cut and David Ayer. And they were like, do you talk to David Ayer? Have you talked to him about his cut or whatever? And Snyder essentially said, he was like, uh, I haven't talked to him recently because COVID's been crazy on my schedule. He was like, but I'm really good friends with David. And I definitely want to sit down and talk to him about his cut of Suicide Squad because I'm, yeah. all about, I'm all about people you know, seeing their version of their movie on screen or whatever. Yeah. And that was essentially what he said. He hasn't talked to David, but he plans to talk to him about, you know, what's going on with this, the Suicide Squad cut. So um, that's just a little thing that's essentially all that w- that came from that. But for anybody that wants hope that we might see the air cut, uh, it's possible. And if the Snyder cut pops off, then Snyder could probably be like, hey, uh, air has his own version of my kind of movie. So why not, you know, it's make that pseudo prequel to my movie anyway, you know? Yeah. So, um, you know, there's still a possibility out there that we will get that with the help of uh, Zack Snyder, uh, which I think is really cool because 
out of either of them, if you had had a gun to my head and was like, which one do you want to watch? I wanted to watch Ayers cut so much more because it seemed like his was going to be crazy. It had so much footage with Joker. I wanted to see it. I didn't see shit in that version of that movie. Yeah. So I really want to see his. Um, but going on from that, uh, so you know about this one, so you can talk about it. Uh, Snyder Cut comic? Yeah. So uh, there was a lot of ideas roaming around with how could we, the fans, still get the Snyder Cut if we were not going to be able to visually watch it in film? Mm-hmm. And the idea of making it animated, you know, making it a part of the DCAU, you know, with yeah. the animated movies, uh, that being just a small part of the multiverse, you know, have it as like a an Elseworld story because they they produce like two Elseworld stories every year. And, you know, all that other stuff. So I was like, okay, that sounds pretty legit. I think I could get behind that. And then they're like, wait, well, what if it was a comic that lasted an entire year? 12 issues once a month. I was like, oh, crap, we can get the Snyder Cut for an entire year. I think that would be fucking amazing also. Get somebody like a Gary Frank, a Jim Lee, a Clay Man, something like that. A Lieber Mayhew, you know people like that to get on it, I think it would be awesome. And of course, um, the co-writer of that series would have actually been Scott Snyder as well. Um, he was approached. His schedule was way too busy. Um, around that time, I think he was talking about how uh, 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 freaking um, the villains event that was going on. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. But... That story, um, if we would have gone further than just this first movie, Mm -hmm. would have gone into the story about how involved Joker was. And I actually sent this to you. It is how Batman and the Flash create the cosmic treadmill. Yeah. And as wacky as that sounds, I'm down for it, mm-hmm. you know, um, because in a world, in a in a DCEU world, if we go from Joss Whedon's Justice League moving forward, like mm-hmm. after Shazam and all of that, I don't see a cosmic treadmill in yeah. that dceu i think it's too comic booky snyder is not afraid to stay within comic book wackiness yeah he he doesn't shy away from it and so i'm down like i think having something as an important plot point of making a cosmic treadmill would be awesome and whether we get to see that in a comic book form because like you said, it all depends on how Justice League performs mm-hmm. this March, you know, coming up in 2021. We could possibly, I'm not going to say we're guaranteed that HBO Max is even going to consider a second one, but you never know. You know, yeah. if 2020 has taught us anything, it's like, holy shit, anything could happen, you know? Yeah, for sure. So I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited about the idea. So I'm I'm good either way. Yeah, I I always said even when I was against the Snyder cut, like if you wanted to finish it, put it in a fucking comic. Like I'd be okay with that. Um because then you don't have to bring the actors back, you don't have to cause any confusion about what's happening in the DCEU and you get to finish the story. Uh if they want to continue like his second Justice League where Batman's going to die and do all that shit in a comic book, totally fine with that too. Like go ahead and end it with that. Um, just because like, just like the comics are about to have a bunch of Batman and all that shit. I don't want multiple actors playing the same fucking character. Like, even if Ben's going to come back and like, we're going to have Robert Pattinson and we're going to have these else worlds. I just don't want it. Like I want one person doing one character. I don't want fucking 50 different jokers and all this jazz. Like, I just don't care for it. Um, if you're going to reboot the universe, totally fine. We're rebooting everybody. Everybody's getting recast. But I really don't want, like, if they're like, oh, yeah, we're doing Justice League 2 and this and that. Like, if if they're not going to do that and 
you know, they're like, but we'll do it in comic books. I'm totally cool with it. Um, just because I'm just like, you know, at this point, I'm, I just want some fucking movies. Like, you know, I don't, I just think I'm not happy with what they're doing in the comic books. And I feel like if there's not a concrete, like, trajectory for the movies, that they're just going to fucking do whatever. And they're going to be like, why can't we have five Batmans? And I'm like, because, dude, like, we're starting to like this Batman over here. Why the fuck are you going to bring in this other one? So everybody can be like, this Batman's better and this and all that. And it's just like, fuck, dude. Like, let's just all love or hate one character at a time. Not like, I like this one better and this one better and this one better. It's hard enough to just like one superhero movie. Yeah. You can have fucking five of them, you know them. Um, but we'll see. Because it really looks like we're going to have fucking three different Batman at the same fucking time. So I don't need them all to have a movie, which it looks like they're probably going to do. Uh, so I don't know if one's going to be beyond the other one. It's his final appearance. And then we're just going to have Pattinson for the next 10 years or whatever. That's totally cool with me. Um, although I'd be really sad if Gal's going to really go after three. Like, hopefully they keep her on of like, hey, we want you on a Tony Stark kind of contract. Like, you know, you just come in. All that. From what we were hearing, like right after Wonder Woman. Mm hmm. That's what we thought was going to happen. We thought that she was going to be like the key component in the DCEU. And I mean, I think just like the drama of delaying this film kind mm -hmm. of wore her out. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Uh, hopefully she'll be able to regenerate over time and do a couple more movies and be like, I really love Wonder Woman. Uh, and because I think you could make her she she could literally be the wolverine of the dceu you know what i mean like have her final film be an, an immortal wonder woman like where you dress her up in makeup and she's older and she's going into like her final battle everybody's died and it's just her i would like, want to see that yeah a gal Gadot, and that's her final send-off you know what i mean and like you could have her have a badass epic death scene like a god dying that would be huge you know what i mean uh so i i hope she sticks on and i hope it's not just like i'm done with it i'm better i'm gone because like she literally has said it every time wonder woman's what saved her career because she was about to quit and then she got the call from zach so uh we'll see uh, i hope she sticks on i hope but if not then we're gonna have robbie as the head person of all of it she's like fuck it i'll be a tony stark um which i wouldn't mind although i just feel like i'd rather have a serious character be the head of a universe opposed to Henry, 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 Henry. Henry. We'll see. <laughs> he can't even get a second movie. Apparently, J.J. So. Abrams is looking for a scriptwriter. For a Superman? Mm-hmm. I'll believe it when I see it. Exactly. You know? exactly. I feel like we're going to get Witcher th season three by then. So who knows? Um, but essentially, that's it for this week, ladies and gentlemen. This is probably the shortest podcast we've had in all year. All year. <laughs> yeah so um this is pretty crazy clay what do you got for the rest of the year pretty much um for the rest of the year um we are going to have a patreon exclusive show on weird science um the cool thing about their patreon is if you would like to listen to it um you can sign up for the patreon it does not cost you anything um until the first of the month so I would recommend, and even Jim says this, wait until the first of the month, start the Patreon, get an entire month to test it out. And if you don't like it, sign off or you log out or do whatever, cancel the subscription. If you do, uh, stay on it. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, I'm on there periodically. Um, great people. Um, I am also going to have a, um, shoot, a Ranger Alliance episode coming out tomorrow. Uh, well, technically today, when this episode comes out, I'm pretty sure, uh, Christmas Eve. Um, that is hilarious. Uh, you know, I don't know if you remember Power Rangers all that well. The blue big, the big blue head Zordon, uh, mm. he kidnaps children um, on the Christmas Eve special. It's hilarious. Nice. And I will also have a Fanboy Comics podcast episode up and ranger i mean uh comic book legion is actually gonna take a hiatus until the last week of december so nice 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 of course i'm still streaming every day until christmas so if you're this probably gets uploaded either thursday or friday of this week so christmas eve or christmas 
So I will still be streaming either day. We are currently trying to get to 400 subs because somebody has said that they will donate 100 subs if we hit 400 subs to shave oh, my head. Man. So yeah, it's insane. Spoon was You're all halfway like, there. Yeah. yeah, we got 17 more subs as of the day we're recording this. So we're at, we're like 130 away. So it's pretty crazy. Oh, man. Um, it's like really close. But uh, yeah, we'll see if we hit it. Because technically, technically, I can keep this going until like the first week of January, I think. And that's when Spoon's like first subs will start disappearing. So I think it could go a little over the year. But we're saying the end of the year as the end marker to hopefully nice. get more people in. Um, but yeah, so that'll be interesting. And yeah, I'm uploading pretty much three times a week on the gaming channel and of course every day on the react channel so there's a lot of content been throwing tiktok videos out there and uh yeah so just go check out my link tree in the description of this or on any of my other social medias it's everywhere and uh check out any of my content i've been put, putting out a lot um but as for the most part that is going to be it ladies and gentlemen as always i'm your host juice wayne he is fanboy clay and remember batman is awesome <laughs>